0: Lord everybody Cheryl Boggs Ministries presents resting in his
1: word with evangelist Cheryl Boggs Psalm 91 and 1 says he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow
0: of the Almighty this is truly the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice And be glad in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. I pray, God, that people that are listening and that are logged on, God, that they will receive a word from you. I thank you for an uplifting, inspiring, encouraging program on today. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'm Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to Resting in His Word. I'm so glad that you've joined me today, so go ahead, call, text, or email a friend. Let them know that resting in His Word is on the air, and they'll be so glad that you did. Yes, this truly is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And
1: it's a beautiful day
0: here in the Dallas, Texas, Bedford, Texas, Arlington, all the surrounding areas. It's a beautiful day and we are thankful to the Lord for his goodness. We're thankful to the Lord for his mercy, for his loving kindness. There is nobody like him. He helps us. He protects us. He heals us. He delivers us. And he makes all things beautiful in its time. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and today, today it's a great day to be alive. Anytime that you are above ground, and we are above ground, as long as we are still breathing, we have a purpose. You have a purpose. Well, I'm going to bring, I've got a treat for you today. So, Elder Brett always talks about this five minutes with God um, devotional. He always talks about that. (laughs) So, I'm going to let you in on one of the things that he was teaching on earlier today. So, Lady Evelyn J is a little under the weather, but we always have someone that's going to pitch hit, hit. Is that the right thing? And that's Elderless. So I'm going to bring him on now. Hey.
2: Elder Brett. Hey, Elder How are you this morning?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
0: How about yourself?
2: I'm doing fantastic. You know me. Like you, like you say, India above ground is a good one, but I'm telling it's you. So it's a good, it's a
0: good one. It's a it's good. good one. Well, I, I wanted, it. I wanted, um, I don't know if you were able to hear what I was saying before I brought you on. Um, but I was saying, we always talk about this. five minutes this God. be oh, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard you a little bit. I
2: heard you a little bit.
0: And so I thought it would be pretty cool yeah. to have you share,
2: uh, I'm hoping that um my screen share will come up. I see it. Are you oh, okay, you see it?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And if push comes to shove, you wanna try to go ahead and bring it up?
2: Well I got I got it I got two things. I got this one and then I got this.
0: That's when people try to do too much. Okay. Well, no, only,
2: only because I read one so people can read it. And then oh. when it, you know the scripture verses I have is the other part
0: i'm just messing with you oh, okay. evangelist cheryl boggs and today we are going to be in for a treat uh elder brett Guilford is going to share a portion chapter or whatever he decides to do okay. on his five minutes with god so elder brett
2: yes man, take it away all righty dig. hey well you know good evening to one and all i'm glad that you joined us today. Um, we're going to do 5 Minutes with God. It's a book that I wrote called 5 Minutes with God. It's a 365-day daily devotional. And uh, it's something that God gave me. And, you know, it, everybody's got a copy. I've been blessed by it. And so today's um, is uh, March the 6th. And we did inspiration, I mean, uh, the expiration date. And so now I just got to figure out how to bring it over here to share it. But I don't know. Let's see. If I no. So Okay, there we go. Okay, great. So, um, and if you can see this, uh, it says, one of the first things we do when grocery shopping for a loaf of bread or milk is check the expiration date. It's a common practice when dealing with perishable items because we want to know how long it'll last. In life, your problems have an expiration date. They're perishable, just like a gallon of milk. And when they come your way, check the date. And, and and I tell people that all the time, like the Bible, like we, we always say, trouble doesn't last always. Okay. It, it doesn't last always. And so whenever problems come up your way, just understand, they're not going to be around forever. Okay. And they do have an expiration date and the psalmist wrote that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. And so the Lord delivering you out of the, uh, delivering you is the expiration date that you're going to, uh, um, that you're going to see. And so Psalm 34 verse 19 Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him, delivers him out of them all. God will deliver you out of whatever it is that you're going through. Okay, no matter what you might be facing, understand that it has an expiration date. It's not going to last always, and God's going to get you through it. Okay, He's going to see you through it. He, 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 He never fails. He never fails. He said, I know. He says in Psalm 91, I think it's verse 15, where he says, you know, when you call upon Him, He will answer me. He would be with me in trouble. He was delivering honor. you. And then, verse 16, my favorite one, he said, we long life like when he satisfy you and show you his salvation. So God's going to take care of you. And whenever, like, whatever you're going through, just know that it's not going to last always. And it does have an expiration date. OK, let's pick up continue already. And so this tells me there are going to be some challenges along the way, but they won't last forever. They'll come and they'll go. So please don't get caught up in the hype. I have a little exercise I want to, I want you to try. And this is something that I do when I, when I have to bring myself to remember. You know, I said, can you remember what the problem was that you had six months ago, three months ago? What about two weeks ago? can you remember, can you? They came and then they expired. And see, that's the way, that's the way our problems are with life. Whatever comes up, man, it, it's only here for a moment. It's only here for a moment. I know um, a friend of mine, Pastor uh, Jason, he, uh, he told me I'll go through something one day and he said, man, you know what? What you're doing is just you are God's got you in his his character building gym. OK, where he's building up your character and you're exercising. And he said, and God's working some things out of you. And it's painful when you exercise because, you know, that's, that's, that's how they put it. Pain is weakness leaving your body. OK, and by the same token, when we go through different challenges, you know, and, and they hurt us, you know, sometimes they can hurt us. But when we keep God the focus of it, okay, and understand that you know this is not going to kill me, and whenever I'm going through it, it's gonna it's gonna pass, okay? It's going to pass, and so these are just these are just character building exercises that God has got us to. We're in God. Sometimes we are in God's own gym, just working out, just working it out, okay? Let's continue our reading. As long as we're living, challenges will come our way, and they will. As long as you're living, breathe on God's being, challenges are going to come. But what we're required to do is maintain the proper attitude. The apostle Paul encourages us when it comes to tribulations that we should glory or be full of joy in them, not because of them. This is the attitude of um, a mindset of a victor. And that's our mindset, okay? Is that we don't we don't have our mindset is that we glory in tribulation. Like he says here, moreover, let us be full of joy now, let us exalt in triumph in our troubles and rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship produce patient, unswerving endurance. So the things that you're going through, they're going to work something out of you, and they're going to establish something in your life. You're going to, you're going to, you know that this pressure and affliction is going to produce patient and unswerving endurance. So you're going to, you're going to be able to go through some things and endure them. Okay, you're going to go through some things, but you're going to be able to endure it to the end. And in verse 4, it says, and endurance, fortitude, develops maturity of character. So your character is going to be, like we were talking about, these are character-building exercises, approved faith and tried integrity. So it's going to approve your faith, and your integrity is going to come into question. But Maybe, even, maybe not come into question, but it's going to be tried. Okay, it's going to be tried. And so as, it, as the trial comes up about your integrity, if you stay on this course, if you stay on this path, you're going to be okay, and your integrity is going to come out shiny, okay? And character of this sort produces the having a joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation, because we know God's got us. So no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're going through, and our attitude as we get in, into these situations is that this is, you know, that we're going to get, we're going to get through them. And no matter what we're going through, God's going to see us through this. Amen. God's going to see us through this. In verse five, such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us. But God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So God's love has been poured out, and and, and I was showing telling, telling this morning. Just imagine that you have a pitcher of water, and you got and you got the cup. And God is taking you; He's taking the Holy Spirit. He has poured the Holy Spirit into us. Okay, He's poured it into us. And I and I was saying this morning, like I want I want God to fill me with the Holy Spirit till I'm full. Amen. I want Him to fill me with the Holy Spirit until I am full. I want to be full, Holy Spirit. I want to be full of You. And the only way we can get that is we got to spend time with God daily in his word, in prayer and in his word. And we do that. You will become full. You will be full. And like I said, because the Holy God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. It, it's been poured out. It's been poured out into us. OK, it's been poured out into us. And so that's our attitude. we go through and stuff, man. We don't worry about it. We don't sweat it. We just keep walking, put one foot in front of the other. And we know that God's going to take care of us. Amen. God's going to take care of us. Um, let's pick up our reading. So this is the attitude of a mindset of a victor. Knowing that we have an assured victory should ignite a certain, amount, a certain amount of boldness and confidence on the inside of you. That's why we have to remain diligent when it comes to our spiritual maintenance. Praying, and we just got finished talking about that. Bible reading and, and studying is critical, and it is critical. If you want to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit, and you want to stay on God's side, if you want to keep hearing what God's talking, this is what you got to do. You got to pray, read your Bible, and study the Bible. Amen. We don't want to get caught slipping and forget that whatever situation comes up, it's going to pass and it will pass. It will pass. If you can't find an expiration date, then you need to give it one. And exercise your blood bottled authority by speaking to that mountain and cast it into the sea. And as long as there's no doubt in your heart, you and you believe what you say, you receive it, it's going to come to pass. And if you believe what you say is going to come to pass, you're going to have it. You will have it. Mark 11, 23, 24, this one of my favorite scripture verses. He says, "For well, verily I say unto you that who shall ever to this mountain? And for me, I consider a mountain any situation, or circumstance that arises that goes against God's will or against something that I desire. That's a mountain. Whether it be symptoms in my body, a financial issue, or, some, or the the, uh, the enemy is working against working against me through the spirit of somebody in the spirit of, against somebody's body or whatever it is, whatever it is, he's doing to me. trying to do to me. You know, that's a mountain. Okay, and so I tell the mountain, you got to go." You got to go, you know, be removed and be the cast into the sea and shut out doubt in this heart. Don't doubt in your heart. You can doubt in your head, but don't doubt in your heart. And the reason that I say that is because doubt comes in your head, but as long as you don't speak it out of your mouth, then it's not in your heart. Okay. So when you get those crazy thoughts, open up your mouth and speak the word of God to it. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says that we're casting down imaginations and every thing that on itself against another. And we bring all those thoughts into obedience to Christ. Okay. And so when well, those thoughts come up, we cast them down and so that we, and so that we don't let them take root. But we, what we don't want to do is we don't want to get any doubt in our heart because what what comes what's in our heart comes up out of our mouth. You know, uh, I think it's in Proverbs talks about, you know, that out of the positive, the heart, the mouth speaks. So what you're taking in definitely is what's going to come up out of your mouth. So we don't want doubt to come in. A, we don't want to speak doubt, speak words of doubt. Let's continue on with our scripture verse. But shall believe that those things we say come past. He shall have whatever he says. So we can have whatever we say. Verse 24. Therefore, I'll send you what things that you desire. What do you desire? When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. All you got to do is believe it. All God wants us to do is just believe. If we can believe, we're going to have what we can say. Amen. We're going to have what we can say. It's, and and, and God, is, God is faithful like that. You know, so the bottom line is don't start tripping when life happens. Just kick back. Watch the word of God work and relax because there's an expiration date to your problems and we win in the end. Amen. We do win. All you got to do is stay the course. If you can stay the course, if you can just stay the course, don't start tripping out when things happen. And just know that God's got you covered. God has got you covered. And no matter what you're going through, like I said, there's an expiration date. If you don't see one, give it one. Okay. Okay. But tell your problems where to go. Mark 11, 23, 24. Tell your problems where to go and don't hunt in your heart. And you, if you believe what you say, you're going to have what you say. Because right now, everything that's happening in your life and where, where you are right now, if it's a negative situation, whatever it is, is just a result of the words you've been saying. And we have been created in the image of God. Uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 said we were created in his likeness. So we are another speaking spirit with the same creative power, and that was in God's mouth is in our mouth to create the world that we live in. Just like he created, he created this world, which we live in. But we create our own atmosphere by the word that we speak in. So if, your words, if you want to write atmosphere, your words have to line up with the word of God. Amen. They have got to line up with the word of God. And when they do, you know, then you start seeing word of God results in your life. And it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So today I want you to, to take time out. You know, for me, you know, I do this every every morning. I do this, but Monday mornings we do this on Facebook and on YouTube where we spend five minutes with God. This is a beautiful way to start today, a beautiful way to start the day. I know my pastor in Detroit used to say that it's better to see God in the morning for a little for direction than to ask for a whole lot of forgiveness at the end of the day. Amen. So for me, I like to see God in the morning for direction. So which way do I need to go? Holy Spirit, which way do I go? What do I do? You know, and when I find out, when I get into that groove and I find out things working out a whole lot better than when I don't. OK, and I've been on both sides of the corner that one, And I like I like it much better when I spend with God. I just give that first that first first time of the day. And I try to do it before the house gets up, because that way and I can sit here and I can meditate and enjoy the presence of God. Amen. So join us on Monday mornings um, and, uh on uh, uh, YouTube uh, and on Facebook. Brett Guilford, Brett B.T. Guilford, and on YouTube, the Brett Guilford channel. We got there, we got our Bible studies that we do on Wednesdays, but we do, we do this every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Central Time. So join us. You can get a copy of this book. Go to my website, www.biltvm.com, and you can get a signed copy on my website there. or They're also available at Amazon.com. Go to Amazon, but get a copy, you know, get get a couple copies. and Someone into somebody's life, I'm telling you, you will be blessed. You'll be blessed by it. So that's what I want to say, you know, just, hey, you know, Get 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 God involved in all of your decision making, and when you do that, you know, give God, you know, just the first five minutes of God every day, you know, your life will go a whole lot easier, It goes a whole lot better. And I'm tell you, no matter what comes up, man, no matter what comes up, you know, you're gonna be okay. Because like I said, our attitude as we go through situations, when we get confronted with situations, is we just go through it. Amen. We go through it, and that going through means we come in one side and we're going out the uh, other. We're not gonna wallow in the middle of it. You know, we're gonna get through it. Amen. So God is good. And that's all I can say, man, is that God is good. And, you know, I'm enjoying the presence of God every day, every day, especially when I got a cool producer, friend, sister, girl, Cheryl Boggs.
1: <laughs> all
0: right. That was awesome. That was awesome, man. You know, mm-hmm. I think you I think, you know, Jesus.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I met him. And I always try yeah. to kind of tell people, hey, you know, hey, let me show you about a man, you know. You yeah.
0: Introduce him to.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Well, that was Elder Brett Guilford. And we talk about his Five Minutes with God book almost every program. So I I thought it would be a treat today for him to share. And we definitely want you to go. Go to botvm.com yep. and order your signed copy today. Or you can go to Amazon.com. He pays me for these commercials. (laughs) Um, You can go to Amazon.com and um, order your copy there. Five Minutes with God with Brett Guilford. All right. So don't go anywhere because after this commercial break and song, Elder Brett is going to stay with us and we are going to have a great conversation. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
2: Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His Word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you.
1: Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome,
2: and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs.
1: Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs.
2: Beautiful people, this is Major Mister, this is why I love you And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs Resting Resting in his word
0: What's up, it's your man Montel Jordan And this is how we do it You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs And we're resting in his word
2: Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans And you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show Enjoy
1: Justin Cherry
0: Me, I'm gonna trust him. I'm gonna trust him. I'm gonna trust him. Trust him. I'm gonna trust. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, Elder Brett. We're gonna trust him. go trust him.
2: You you know what? You sound like you can sing a little bit, you know?
0: Just a little, just a
2: little
1: little
0: bit. Just a little bit. I'm telling you. Hey, that Uh, song is actually on my... The My Testimony CD, and you can download that on so all. It's available on all digital media platforms. Oh, all right. Yeah, oh, man. I hope yeah. Evelyn is
2: okay, man. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, she was just having a little headache. She okay.
2: Headache. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she just, know. you know, she does a, you know, she does a whole bunch of stuff like us all. She probably yeah. yeah. A
2: break, mm-hmm. a Take a little break. Cause I know, yesterday, man, I tell you, I felt like something the dog dragged in. <laughs> I was,
0: I was, I was I, that's what I was concerned. I was like, yeah. "Well, are you okay to do the show today?" Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh
2: yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But you know what?
0: I, I'm gonna talk about. She came in with this mask, and he, he, <laughs> he came in moving all slow. I was like,
1: "Oh lord." <laughs>
2: yeah, but but you know what? See, you know what? But I bounced back.
1: About,
2: I put the word in me, you know. Yeah. I just keep saying the word like no 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 not today, devil. No, no, no. You know, I'm not gonna be moved. This morning I, you know, we talked earlier. This morning I woke up and I was like, hmm. man, God, I thank you that know, I'm able to get up, you know, dress myself, you know, and nobody has to do nothing for me. You know, I can do everything, you know, and I'm thankful because there's a whole lot of people that can't do it. A whole lot of people can't do it. A whole lot of people didn't wake up this morning.
0: That's so, true. You know, That's the yeah. truth. And, you know, I think the blessing, you know, uh, with you having, you know, your children and having your wife, Doris, shout out to Doris. And did she tell you that one day? I don't know. I just felt like saying to her, I said, thank you for loving my friend. Thank you for loving my brother. That would be you. So I thanked your wife for, you know, just being such a blessing to you. Because, you know, we're family. I mean, we, I mean only other thing we could have had blood you know but we still so yeah. much family you're so, you know it's like well you're my she brother told,
2: yeah she talked about that and she said she said she, told, she said she told you it's, it's not easy
0: well <laughs> <laughs> you no know, and i've known you for a long time
2: and i know that's right yeah it's not you know I, by no stretch of nobody's imagination man i'm not the easiest person in the world to get along with you know, no. sometimes I can't can I can be hard to get along with. But most of the time I'm
0: most of the time you're okay. Most of the time you're okay. Time. But I <laughs> I appreciate her. I appreciate you all's relationship. This is not necessarily a, a marriage segment, but it could, <laughs> you know, it can be. Because it's been fifteen. no, it was fifteen, so sixteen years.
2: Uh yeah. This is what
0: this twenty 2020, twenty is fifteen. 15, I'm not it's fifteen, yeah. I figured 15. yeah, see I can't bother.
2: Yeah, fifteen years, yeah. And it's been it's been it's been it's, it, it it continues to be a, a good ride. Continues yeah. to be a good ride. You know, and do you I, feel
0: like that it is communication that uh being able to have have that um safe place and
1: and
0: yeah. even when you trip, you know, they let you come back, you don't get to <laughs>
2: You know um one of the things that I learned a long time ago um when i when I first got first got into got clean, and, and so it was a, a friend of mine had this saying he said, "You can't keep scoring love huh. you know and I'm like, hmm. you know that's good, you can't keep scoring love and that's and so you know when you think about that, it's like, okay, I think it said um first Corinthians chapter thirteen, where it said, "Love takes no account of the wrongs <laughs> done something like that." Exactly. You know, and that's basically saying you can't keep scoring love. You know, you can't. And you have to, you have to, like my brother Carl said, you have to see your spouse and practically everybody, like God sees and we're loving them unconditionally. Mm. Everybody. Not just your spouse, but more importantly, because your spouse, but everybody you have to love them unconditionally because that's the way God loves us. And I teach you, sure, you know what, sure, every time I have a uh, I had a I had this one boss. He was, he was, he was on a mission, man. I'm telling you, all him and God knew about, and you know, and 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 I, and I just used to always, always complain about it. And God said, you know what, man? I love him as much as I love you. Mm. And i was like, well, why you got to go there? You know, <laughs> why you got to go there. You know, but that changed my perspective about the situation. Okay, I was just, okay, cool. So I know you love him like you as much as you love me. So okay, great. So I would just hold <laughs> down to rhetoric. You know, change my attitude a little bit. You know, and, and know that maybe, hopefully, you're working on him like you're working on me. You know,
0: because <laughs> he says to pray. I don't necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, think of, of that person as a, as an enemy, but he says to pray. You know, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to pray for those that despitefully use us, and mm-hmm. that's not always easy.
1: Yeah, but
0: right. I have found that if you pray for that person, it'll be. Mm-hmm. You'd be too busy praying for them, you know, yeah. to complain or you know, um, and you and 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 you have those moments where you just want to go, okay. Mm-hmm. But um, we talk about it all the time. It's a valuable lesson. When you can't talk faith, don't say anything.
2: anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Until you have. <clears throat> meditated on the word, rolled yeah. it over, yeah. looked at the situation, cast your cares upon the Lord like he tells us, cast that upon the Lord and say, you see this? And um, and then speak the word only. And when you begin to speak the word, then it takes the power yeah. away from that mountain as you were talking about earlier. Yeah. It takes the power yeah away from that, um, that situation, and a transparent moment for me. (laughs) So, I was having my dialogue, you know, with the Lord, and actually, you know, I was, I was meditating, and I had it, you know, rolling over in my head, and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, this situation, this is a situation, and it's like, Holy Spirit said, well, what is it that you would like to see happen, and I said, well, is you know so I'm having mm-hmm. I'm having all of this you know yeah. this, this dialogue, and um the enemy didn't have a clue because you know he can't read minds.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, he can just pet thoughts.
0: That's about that's it. Yeah, and so uh, I'm sure they was like, okay, we got her now, we got her now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I popped up out of there going, Lord, I thank you. Okay. Yeah. Number one, I thank you that you listened. Mm-hmm. You know, I thank you that you're here. I thank you that you give me strategy. I thank you that you give me wisdom. And thank you for loving me enough yeah. to give me that moment, you know, to to ask for guidance. You know, I think Yolanda Adams did a song. Well, I don't think she did a song that says, Um, you know, I
1: need to talk to you and ask you for your guidance, yeah. Yeah. especially. Today, when my mind is so clouded,
0: I'm going on American Idol. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on. What's that other show? I'm going voice. On The Voice. The Voice. That's yeah, what I, I not, to go on. I'm
2: sure.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, when we open up our hearts, we open up our hearts to God, mm-hmm. and and when we know that His Word says He loves us, when we know that we can cast our cares upon Him, when we know that he says that we, um, to acknowledge him in all of our ways and he'll direct mm-hmm. our path. Mm-hmm. When, when, when we spend that time, you always talk about when we spend that time, you know, in the word and and even if you don't get a chance to read it every day, we want you to, but mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, you, you know, your day may get started or whatever and you may have to catch it at noon. But the whole thing is, is to have it so hid in your heart and when those thoughts and when those things come up, you've got the word of God and it and it'll just it'll speak. What does it say? It'll speak and not lie.
2: Yeah, and, you know, and, and as long as you've been deposited the word in you, then that gives, that gives the Holy Spirit something like uh, I think in Johnny said. Uh, when he said the Holy Spirit will bring back to your members those words that I've spoken to you.
0: Exactly. But,
2: you know, the only way he can bring back something is that you got to spend some time in it in order to remember what he said. But yeah, the Holy Spirit will do it. You know, and one of the things that you know, and I tell—I I always tell people this: whenever you run against uh, up against people who are contrary to whatever, you know, you got to remember two things. One is that people are not your problem, okay? Right. It's the Spirit behind them,
1: right. okay.
2: Number one and number two: pray for them the things that you want God to do in your life for you.
1: Mm.
2: You know, and, and 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 I tell you, it's doable. It's not easy at first, but it gets easier with time. It gets easier in time that you can whatever you run up run, run up against a coworker or something that's like that you'd be like you know what well, Lord I want you to bless them <laughs> you know yeah. bless their children bless their marriage bless their <laughs> finance whatever you know everything I want you to do for me God I want you to do for them twice as much okay <laughs> yeah.
0: because that takes the power because yeah. we often talk about you know when you forgive people mm-hmm. you 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 there are times more times than not, you will have to forgive people before they even ask you to forgive them or even come up and acknowledge mm. that they have done something wrong.
1: Yeah. And
0: you know you know you've known me for years. So one time this lady came up to me at this church and she said, I owe you an apology. Oh, really? I've never really talked to her, you know, like she owe me an apology. And by the time she got through With her apology telling me all the stuff that she thought that I was, that I turned out not to be, I was like, dang, I could be depressed by the time she. (laughs) I was like, well, sometimes, you know, sometimes that ain't, that don't always work. But then I had to laugh it off because it wasn't anything that I had, you know, that I'd done to her. It was her perception, you know, of of who she thought I was. And I was like, well, Mm -hmm. you don't even know me. Yeah, I haven't spent any time with me, and um, but of course you know I got over it. And I was just like that was not something that I you know, uh, but I laugh about it now because I mean sometimes it'd be like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you could have just said I'm sorry. You don't have to you know go through all of that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the yeah. point is is that we have to forgive people mm-hmm. whether they ever come up and say I'm sorry. Well, not, they, yeah. they, they could have passed away.
1: Yeah. Um
0: you know, they could it could be an ex-wife or an ex husband, mm-hmm. they had already went on with their life and got a whole new set of kids and a whole mm-hmm. and you trying to hold on. Well, did you see that movie? Um yeah. Tyler Perry, if you're listening, you owe me $18. Acrimony <laughs> Acrimony or something like that. Yeah. Um And where she couldn't let it go. Mm -hmm. She could not forgive. And she ended up just tearing up her whole life. And um, I'm sitting there like, "Could we get one redeeming thing out of here? I mean, (laughs) but um, you didn't see that. It started to to Raji. (laughs) But anyway, he owed me $18. Because I was just like, you couldn't have fixed none of that. But uh, but the whole point of that uh, was just the fact that he went on everything he promised her that if she would just stay with him, that she would have. But there were years and years. Oh, there's a message in here, but there were years and years and years that went by where she worked in two jobs and he's still doing this invention, and and she just got tired one day, mm-hmm. and uh listening to people and then you know she put him out or something I don't remember the whole movie but then he finally sold the the thing and then turned up and tried to give her anyway she just couldn't forgive and he was given he gave her $10 million Mm. to make up for all of them years and you think she'd have been happy I'd have been happy and went on to Europe
1: but because
0: she could not release it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there has to be a reason why I'm saying this because the movie but uh, um, someone needs to hear you need to hear this yeah. forgive them, release yourself whether yeah. they ever come back and say they're sorry, so he went on with his life you know, got another wife and whatever and all the stuff that he had promised he was now he did now have mm-hmm. but, She could not. I mean, she was trying to kill them all, (laughs) because she couldn't release it. So today, we want you to know that there's no problem, there's no bitterness, there's no hatred, there's Mm -hmm. no mountain that is so big. Number one, for you to hate that person. Number two, if if you somebody on your job is really, you know, trying to work your nerves, or Mm -hmm. even somebody in your house, your cousin, your you know, Mama Nia, Mm -hmm. pray for them. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and and release them because that mm-hmm. what what do we I don't know if we say this on here, but um, I read a little quote that said uh, unforgiveness is like you eating rat poison and expect the other person. To well,
2: yeah. 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 That's that's you know what? And one thing about forgiveness, you know, it is like and I can give it a transparent moment here mm-hmm. because my. Um, my mother's ex-husband, well, my sister's father, my little sister's father. Uh-huh. Me and me and him, we did we we bumped him. We were like oil and water, okay. <laughs> we did not get along. and our birthdays are one day apart. I'm the eighth. He's ninth. Wow. And we did not get a long, you know, and um, you know, and I was still carrying hurt and bitterness. Now this dude been dead for almost thirty years, okay. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Okay,
2: yeah. And it took me it took me uh uh sometime last year to to forgive him and to let go of it, you know, and I'm like, like because the Lord spoke to me and said, Brett, he is dead. You hey. <laughs> know, and I'm like, Yeah, okay, you know and I'm and I'm really pretty quick to forgive people, you know, mm-hmm. but 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 that one there that I had that took some work, you know, for me to realize that everybody is doing the best they can. Even even mistakes were made, no matter how I got treated or whatever it is, you know, and, and I had to forgive, man. I had to forgive. So, you know, and that was a that was a big one for me. That was a big one. That was a big relief for me to, to forgive him mm-hmm. for uh, stuff that he did, you know, because uh and it, it wasn't it wasn't easy, but it was worth it forgiving yeah. him. And we do it for us and not for the other person. We do it for us so that we could feel better. So we're not carrying carrying around like, like a little red wagon behind us wherever where we go. You know, that we got what's that? No, that's people who hurt me, man. So let me show you this one. You know, uh uh-uh, uh no we go. I,
0: knew, I knew I know that we're helping because mm. there's no way I would have gone through that. Yeah. But I didn't necessarily, I'm serious, I wanted my $18, man. Um, I would not have gone. <laughs> I would not have gone through, you know, all of that for nothing. I mean, yeah. I realized the fact that I that I would even say that, and then thank you for that transparent moment because mm-hmm. I know that people that listen and that are listening may be in the same boat. Be, like I said, yeah. it could be an ex wife, an ex husband, mm-hmm. stepfather. Yeah. Um, you know, we used to tease. of you know, treat me like a red. Head stepchild, yeah, yeah. the noise for us when we were kids—that that was true. We just thought we were just trying to be funny, but mm-hmm. there are, you know, people are in, children are in that situation where one gets treated better than the other, and I mean, it took you what? He's been dead thirty years, so it's yeah, been
2: thirty years, yeah. It's,
0: it, it's you know, it's been a while, but the forgiving part, and like with getting fired from a job. Of mm-hmm. uh, being lied on, and I always, I always think, I always think about you know like in some denominations I'm not necessarily going to uh, mention denomination. That's always something. I've been lied on, I've been cheated. I was like, well, what, 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 what kind of lies do these people in this denomination, you know? But they always talk about being lied on, mm-hmm. and and I'm sure, and I, I and I'm laughing because uh, God just kind of. Well, not kind of. Uh-oh. I, I hit my my camera. But he shields me from a lot of stuff.
2: Okay. I yeah.
0: know. Um, and, uh-oh, my head. Anyway, but I, I appreciate the fact that he shields me. And um, a lot of stuff people have said, you know, I just didn't get to hear it. or <laughs> People didn't bring it to me. But uh, I forgive him. I make it a point to forgive everybody. Yeah. I make it a yeah. point. So, all right. Well, Elder Brent, it's been fun hanging out with you today. Yeah.
2: You know, we got to do this again, man. Real time. One time. One, one time. Real soon.
0: Real soon. Tell real. them how to get your book again. Right. Yeah,
2: You go to my website, www.botvm.com and get a signed copy for me there. Or you um, go to my uh, Amazon.com and get a copy there. But get it. Get, get yourself a copy of it today. I'm telling you, we'll be blessed. Spending your five minutes with God every day, man. I'm telling you, this is is the deal. This is the deal. We do this every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Central Time
1: Mm
2: -hmm. on on, um, Facebook and YouTube. And then I got a Bible study at 9 a.m. Central Time on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Um, Brett B.T. Guilford. So join us there. All right.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your five minutes with God. Thank you. Get your copy today. And uh, we will talk to you again next week.
2: All right, Elder Boggs, you have a great day day on purpose, all right?
0: All right, you too. Okay,
2: bye.
0: All right. Well, I'm Evangela Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard here live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central and, yeah, and 6 p.m. Eastern. Don't go anywhere, but after the break, we're going to have a serious conversation full of fun conversation. We're going to talk about celebrating the uniqueness that is you. I'll be right back. My testimony is the latest CD by Cheryl Boggs featuring the hit single Some trust powerful worship songs such as in your presence and Holy spirit breathe. And there's a throwback song. I thank you download your copy of my testimony by Cheryl Boggs. Today at CherylBoggs.com, iTunes, CD Baby, and all digital outlets. You'll find your testimony in my testimony by Cheryl Boggs. If you're looking for an easy listening Praise and Worship CD with a fresh sound and anointing, then this is the CD for you. Pure Worship From My Heart to His by Cheryl Boggs. Pure Worship will inspire you And bring a level of peace and the presence of God to you wherever you are. For more information, you may
1: visit my website at www.cherylboggs.com. Also available on iTunes and cdbaby.com.
0: Hi, this is Cheryl, and I'd like to tell you about my song, Tumble.
1: Shackles rattling Foot stomps and hands Are clapping Jericho's walls are crashing Tumbling, tumbling The
0: story of Tumble is a story of victory on the horizon, but hasn't taken effect yet. The walls haven't quite come down, but you can see the cracking taking place, and the process is beginning. The battle is still raging, but victory is within your grasp. Tumble by Cheryl Boggs featuring The Outcry is available for download on all digital platforms. Download your copy today. What's up, everybody? It's
2: Mr. TalkBox here, and you're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Let's go.
0: Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Alexis Spite, and you are listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His, in his Word.
2: Hey, what's up? I'm Melvin Williams, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Hey y'all, this is Ron Point Dexter and you listen to the Cheryl Boggs show and you're resting in his word.
1: Perfect.
0: Thank
2: you. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Wayne McDowell. You are listening to Cheryl Boggs, resting in his word.
0: There's a level of trust that we all have to have in the Lord. you know when um, we heard the song some trust, some trust in chariot, some trust in horses, some trust in you know their jobs, some trust in relationships, some trust you know, but we have to always put our hope and our trust in the name of the Lord. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run in and find safety or be safe, safe in the presence of the Lord. And it is so important that we have that one on one relationship with with Jesus Christ, knowing that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. All of this stuff, all of the things that I'm saying to you right now, scripture, the Bible, it's the word, it's the word of God that you can hang your hat on, hat on, as they say. You can believe it. You can trust in it. Have you ever put your trust in in something or someone and it didn't quite work out? Yeah, we all have. Have you ever thought that something was going to happen or you were going to get this job, or you will going get this house, you're going to get this car, and it didn't quite work out? Yes, we all have. We've all been there. But there's one thing that you can count on, and that is that the Lord Jesus Christ is always going to be there. I can't see him physically he's not standing right there Um, I can't necessarily reach out and touch him but in my heart in my mind in my spirit he's real so real and I was thinking about I'm going to get to my my topic today in just a little bit but you all know how I flow so um, I was thinking about this song uh, that um and at first I was like, Oh, but it says,
1: You're more real than the ground I'm standing on, and you're more real than the wind in my love, your thoughts define me. You're inside me. You are my reality, Abba.
0: I belong
1: to you. I was like, man,
0: that is so true. Because he has to be more real to you than the ground you're standing on, he has to be more real. Than the breath in your lungs or the wind in your lungs. And when I think about that, it's like, wow, he's real. You know, and when we talk about the uniqueness, that's you. When we talk about you, I want you to stop being so hard on you. Well, what if I was was taller, if I was shorter, if I was fatter, if I was thinner? You know, if I had curly hair, if I had long hair, if I had, I mean, all of those things, there is a unique, <clears throat> excuse me, I wish my nose was smaller. I mean, there's like, I wish my eyes was green, but you know, nowadays you can just pop some contacts in get green. You can pop some curls, some activator and get some curls. You can get some extensions. You, can, you Listen, those are outside things that you can change, but it doesn't matter what happens on the end on the outside, all of the changes that you do on the outside, if on the inside you have not made a change. It's almost like a person that used to be 400 pounds, and now all of a sudden, you know, they're 150 pounds. But if the mentality of a 400 pound person uh, does not change, it doesn't matter if you're 150, you know, that led us, what was that thing, that TV show they used to be on? The Biggest Loser. And you, you know, you saw them, and they were, you know, they they were heavy, and now all of a sudden, now they're thinner, thin. But if their mentality didn't change, if their habits didn't change, when they got, when they left the show, then they gained the weight right back, or this, then the other, because it's a mentality. It's a mentality. It's how you see. It's your perception. How do you see yourself? What is it that you see? when you look in the mirror. Now, let me preface this by saying, there are times you get up and you look and be like, Lord, you know, um, and you may not be, you know, you may not look that good that morning. We're not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Um, I'm not talking about, man, this, I don't like this outfit on me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the perception of yourself number one how you feel about yourself how um how you care for yourself and i was told this years ago that you teach people how to treat you if you allow them to just treat you any kind of way then that's what they're going to do but if you you know, have enough respect for yourself and say, you know what? I'm not going to take that. I'm not, no, I'm not going to, you're not going to treat me like that. I'm not going to be a doormat. I'm going to, you know, but you have to have some self-esteem for that because, you know, it says if you don't name yourself, people will name you, but you have a right to be happy. You have a right to, to, um, Enjoy your life. Whether you are dark skin, whether you light, whether you are light bright, whether you are pale, whether you are yellow, you know, whether you are from India and you have that dark skin, or from Jamaica, it does not matter. You have to embrace the uniqueness. Whether your hair is turning gray, whether you know, um, you you are no longer twenty and You may be over 50. It may be heading into your 60s. It's all about how you feel about yourself. And I used to think you know, that things are old, but the older that you get, you'd be like, no, 60 not old, 50 not old. (laughs) And then I'm seeing some people that are in their 80s and in their 70s and they still wearing high heels and, 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 and traveling the world. I'm like, So we don't have any, you know, I'm like, well, you know, don't fear getting older, you know, just keep being healthy and, and, and keep it moving. So I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. And you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show. Resting in his word. Heard here live every Monday, beginning at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. And I'm your Bible encourager. And I always bring some friends along to help you. In your journey, not a sprint, but in your journey uh, with the Lord, every day is a blessing. Every day there are new mercies. Every day you have an opportunity to fulfill a dream and to fulfill what God has placed inside of you. And I, I also was, I was reading something and it said, if, if, what oh, was a video or something? She said, if if you wake up and that vision or that dream is still there, even though you you said, okay, I'm done, I'm not gonna go after this anymore, I'm not gonna do this and the other, I'm not gonna go back to school, I'm not gonna go after this job, I'm not gonna go after this promotion, and or, or whatever, and you wake up the next morning and it's still there, you know, and the Holy Spirit is saying, try again, dream again, move again. That's a God thing. That's a God move. And and I'll tell you the difference, the way that you can definitely tell the difference is the enemy is not going to say, you know, the enemy of your soul is not going to say, yes, go back to school. Yes. Fight for your marriage. Yes. Try again for that child. Yes. He's not going to do that. (laughs) That is not happening. But when that thing on the inside of you that says, you know what, don't give up on your salvation. Don't give up on God. He's not going to give up on you. I can guarantee you that's not, that's not the enemy. You know, that's the Holy Spirit. That's, that's, that That's the Lord saying to you, listen, I still have a plan. I still have a plan. I still have a plan. And I'll be the first to tell you. That's not easy to hold on to. But you have to look at the experience. You have to look at where he has brought you from in the past. And the fact that he woke you up this morning, and the fact that there is this longing in your heart that says, you know what, regardless, you know, I love the Lord. There are plenty of things that we can do that is contrary to the word of God. You know, he doesn't hold us hostage.
1: <laughs> You're not
0: held hostage. <laughs> you know, Paul said, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. And, the type of person that I am I'm a I would say kind of a well-rounded person and I um I look at the big picture I've always no, I've always but always been like a, a big picture person and so before I get ready to do something I'm going to look at the consequences I'm going to look at you know, can I do this? And sometimes I just laugh at myself because I'd be like, I'd have to forget who I am. I said this last week. I'd have to forget who I am for two or three hours in order for me to make that work, you know, because I wasn't raised that way. And then, you know, walking with the Lord all these years, it's like, you know, there's just certain things that even though the flesh says, but you can do that, it'll be all right, you know, and then the spirit man rises up and says, yeah, but it will be worth it. <laughs> if it ain't going to be worth it and if there aren't any spoils as they say and you know the the battle if 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 the victory in that battle is not worth it then I don't fight the battle. I don't want you to fight battles that have no you know no spoil. And that's what I was talking about that movie. I don't even half remember. I don't know. I'm going to see somebody died at the end. I think it was her. (laughs) Anyway, but it kind of bothered me because I'm like, listen, I want you to just go in there and, and shake that actress and go, listen, forgive them. Move on. You have a whole life ahead of you, but she just couldn't get past that. She was just so unforgiving. And maybe that's why I think it bothered me because my personality is like, listen, you can get through this you know, you don't have to give up. You don't have to try to kill them. You don't have to lose your mind. You don't have to blow your brains out. Listen, and I was telling a friend of mine, you know, I said, um, and, you know, I was saying to him, I was like, listen, if you don't want to be with me, then that's fine. You don't have to be with me. But you ain't got to kill me. You ain't got to shoot me. You ain't got to put my clothes out on the, the, you know, because they used to put your clothes out, you know, on the on the lawn, <laughs> but now they kill you. I'm like, you ain't got to take listen and 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 I'm saying that and I'm saying it kind of laughingly, but it is it is true. You know, when you forgive and you release that person, you don't have to, um, you know, stay in unforgiveness. You ain't you don't you don't have to take that person. Well, they can't be with me. They can't be with nobody, really. So you want to take that person's life? you don't want them to be with someone else. And you're going to end up being in jail for the rest of your life or being in prison. Come on, people. Let's think. Let's think. The Bible gives us so many applications on how we can be better. We can do better. And that's, you know, um, so that's really my message uh, on that. And I just keep going back to forgiveness. Forgive, release, forgive yourself. That was free. I just thought I'd throw that in. Alright, so, here we go. Celebrate the uniqueness that is you. The Bible tells us in Psalm, I believe, it's either 149 or 139, and it says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 39. And every time you think about what you don't have or who you're not or I wish, I shoulda, coulda. I want you to remember Psalm 139 when it talks about that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to remember not lamentations. I want you to remember... Uh, Ecclesiastes 3, when it says, God makes all things beautiful in his time. It's in his time. It's in his plan. If you don't know that there's a God that loves you, if you don't know that there is a plan, whether you want it or or you're like, I would have done something different or not. When you stop, take a step back and say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. And those songs was telling you, you know, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but I'm going to trust in the name of the Lord. And God was like, trust me when it hurts. Trust me when I say no. And my whole thing, you know, to God, when I'm, I'm wrestling with something and I'm working it out. And, and but at the end of the day, what I came to was, I trust you. I feel like the disciples, when Jesus said, "Will you?" When you know, when the the thousands went away after he fed them, and 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 he asked them, he said, "Will you also go away?" And one of the disciples said, "You know, where are we gonna go?" You hold the key to eternal life, and so that's how it felt. I'm like, okay, yeah, I would. In my mind, I would have changed some things in my twenties, and. And then I look and I was like, you know what? I've had a good life. I was like, you know what? I did a lot of stuff. I've been very fortunate. No, no, no. And so when you weigh the good against the bad or against the things you thought you should have had, how many of you ever lost a job or got laid off and then God blessed you with a better job, better hours or, you know, more freedom? How many of you have, have ever been engaged and... You know, you don't quite make it to the altar, and then you go, oh, "Lord, have mercy." Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Boy, I mean, you know what I'm saying. So, there's this level of, of 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 surrender, and I was supposed to talk about that last week, and it was still too fresh, and still knew I really couldn't talk about it, but. There is, you know, when we say that, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When we're saying thy will be done, it doesn't always work out like we think it should or what it could. And and there's where that surrender comes in. You know, that says, Not my will, but your will be done. And it's all cute. Everybody said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts. We forgive our debtors. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. And, you know, we got all of that. But at the end, we were saying, Not my will, but your will be done. And there is a time. And there is a there's there these moments that you have to surrender your will to God's will, and that's a level of trust and the uniqueness that is you. I want to celebrate you today. Yes, you. There's nothing about me that we can say, yes, there are so many things about you that are wonderful. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, you are loved you are you were created in the image of God. Well, my nose is too big, and I wish I was thinner. Okay, we can do something about the thin part. I need to gain weight. I had a friend who was trying to gain weight, and I was like, okay, drink these protein shakes. You know what I mean? Eat all the ice cream in the world. You you know, um, but if there's, these are out, outward things. But if you don't feel good about yourself on the inside, it doesn't matter what you change. Remember the song, don't go changing, trying to please me. Because if your mentality doesn't change, it doesn't matter whether you become, you know, a size zero, whether you you bulk up, to, if you're trying to gain weight, you go up to a 12. If your mentality about yourself has not changed, if the, your mentality about how God sees you, if that doesn't change, it doesn't matter what you do to the outside. Doesn't matter. It's how you feel about yourself on the inside. And when you look in the mirror, you have to say, You know what, girl, you got it going on. You know what? Man, you handsome. You know what? I am who God says I am. That's not a cliche. You have to say that to yourself. You have to look at the uniqueness that is you. Do do you know, do sometimes do you wish That you could be somewhat Denzel Washington or being a famous actor or an actress or a famous singer. Man, if I could just sing like this person, if I could just be on TV, if I could just... We have all of these things. Instead of looking at what you have right now, looking at your life right now and say, how can I make my life better? Me, not someone else. I used to hear this growing up. I want somebody to make me happy. Okay, that's a problem. Because nobody on earth has time to make you happy if you're not happy within yourself. It don't matter what they do. If you're not happy within yourself, they could bring you gifts. They could um, take you on trips. But it'll never be enough why not because they're not doing their part but because of the fact that you don't love yourself and the bible clearly says to love your neighbor as you love yourself you can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself so i'm speaking to the uniqueness that's you and i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you what i what what i was thinking about which i thought was kind of What is that, Rudolph? That's a Christmas Christmas thing, isn't it? So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. You know it. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. And all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What is it, you go down in history? I don't know what the last part is. But I thought that was awful funny. When I was in there, comb, you know, I was combing my hair and putting on a little makeup, and I was like, What are you saying? What are some lessons that we can learn? Number one, from the story, and then from Rudolph himself. Now, do you see? I'm bringing it all the way back around. Y'all thought I was lost. I wasn't lost. Listen. And this, I'm gonna repeat this because it uh it 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 really blessed me because it came up in my spirit. <laughs> and I didn't really see it. And this is what I heard. The coach, think about the movie, think about the movie, the coach that didn't want anything to do with Rudolph and wouldn't let him play any of the games. Uh we don't know his name. He didn't go down in history. He had that one little part. That's it. The kids that bullied Rudolph, the the women, the little little deer, the uh, fawns, I think they're fawns, uh, didn't want anything to do with him except the one little Clarice. And uh, you never heard about them. They didn't go down in history. They had one little part. And uh, Clarice, she got a little extra time because she was like, it's okay. You look all right. (laughs) But my point is, and what the Holy Spirit said, there is a uniqueness that each person has. And you have to embrace the uniqueness. Everybody wants to fit in. But people that fit in don't make history. People that bully other people don't make history. It's that person that got bullied and lived through it. And made the decision, a conscious decision that said, you know what? I'm not going out like that. I'm going to release them. And I am going to uh, be all who God called me to be. And that's what you have to do. We've all been bullied. But I find out the people that bully you are really, you know, well, she thinks she all of that. Where, where are you getting that from? Evidently you think that I'm all of that. And so when you change your perception I remember we were in junior high, and I never could figure this out. This one, she hated. And I tell you, she hated this girl. And and granted, and I could call her name right now, but some people listening may know who it is. Uh, And she would just hit her. We were like um, in gym class. She would just hit her, and 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 the girl had this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful set of hair. I mean, I mean, just beautiful, curly. Uh, all hers, all natural. And for some reason, this girl, uh, who shall remain, remain nameless, hated this this Caucasian girl with this beautiful, say, beautiful hair. And I could never figure out, I was like, well, why in the world does she hate her? She would hit her. She would push her. I mean, this is like in gym class. And we're like in the, had to be like the seventh or eighth grade. But I still remember that because I'm sitting there looking like, why do you hate this girl? She thinks she's all of that, and the little polo girl. She was just looking at her like, no, I don't.
1: I don't.
0: So I'm saying that to say, I pray I don't. I don't know where she ended up. I think we did go to. Uh, I think we all ended up in the same high school together, but. I believe that she had to make a conscious decision to say, you know what? I'm not who you say I am. And she did talk proper, whatever. People tell me, I I talk, I try to talk street. I talk kind of proper. I have moments. And uh, she thinks she all of that. Okay. That's their perception. That's not yours. And you don't have to accept that. So you have to grab what the, the whole message today is I want you to embrace and celebrate the uniqueness that is you. Well, I don't sing like so and so, so and so. That means I can't have a rock- record contract. Does that mean I can't make a CD? No. You can do all things through Christ. If that's the desire of your heart, and if you can't sing that well, there's a, a whole bunch of voice teachers. That, you know, can help you and you can save up your money and make a single. You don't even have to make 10, 15 songs anymore. You can make a single, you know, you don't have to write a a, a whole big novel. You can write a journal. You can see what I'm saying. Don't limit yourself because you feel like you don't have what someone else has because God gave you. He made you unique. And I can speak on this because for years I was like, well, if I if I look like Halle Berry, I wouldn't be having these problems. Until I started reading about Halle Berry. And I'm like, Halle Berry got, she got problems. <laughs> well, if I could just sing like so-and-so, so-and-so, they got problems. I was like, My God. and then, you know, so there is a uniqueness. There is, I want you to embrace that voice that God gave you. I want you to embrace the writer inside of you. I want you to embrace the mother that you are, the father that you are. Embrace where you are. Embrace who you are and who God who God made you. There's a uniqueness. You, you know, no one else has your fingerprint. No one else, you know, has has your thumbprint. No one else has your Eyes, you know, everybody's you know, things are going into the, the retina scans and and in all of that, but there's a uniqueness that's you. I want to celebrate you today, not who you wish you were, but who you are. I spent years, uh, thinking. If I was taller, if I was thinner, if I was lighter, if my nose was a little pointier, if um, uh, if I was blonde, but you know now I can just you know get some color and get a <laughs> little and become blonde. Uh, but every day I have to do what I'm saying to you, and I have to say, you know what, Cheryl, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know what you're unique you know um and it's easier to fit in with the crowd nobody knows that better than me you know but when you have been made to stand out you have to stand out no matter how much you try to fit in just like you know paulo rudolph got the little i don't know what it was i haven't watched this movie in years that's why i think that is just so funny that that you know that was brought back up to me. Um, I don't know. He had like coal or rock or something that he put on in his, you know, the um, the the nose, the little uh, yeah, his little nose. But what I find very interesting, amen. Hey, brother Michael. What I find very interesting is when he began to embrace who he is or who he was, I have to, no, okay, granted, he had to run away because, but I don't want you to run away. I want you to embrace the uniqueness. And going back to, you know, he put that little, I don't know what it was, rock or something over over his nose so it wouldn't uh, blink or all of that. But then when he was playing, it came off. Why? Because what's inside of you is what's always going to come out. No matter how you try to camouflage it, who you are and what you think about yourself is always going to come out. And you can't lie to yourself, but but for so long, you can lie to other people. But when you get, and it's just you, you'd be like, you know what? I don't really like me. I need to like me. I want you to like who you are. Embrace who you are. Well, my voice is too deep. And uh, when I wake up in the morning, my my voice is, is deep. It's not really high now. Uh, and I used to be like, man, my voice, that's I sound like a guy, you know. And then, well, then you find out, well, all you got to do is go like this and smile and your voice goes up. Oh, there is an answer there is an answer and there is a solution to everything but like i said it doesn't matter what you change on the outside it if you don't change your perception about yourself if you don't change how you think about yourself and what you believe about yourself it doesn't matter what you change taller skinnier you know like um you know growing up the only people You know, we didn't have, I didn't have, if if there was a black doll, there was not a black Barbie. And Barbie was like the most expensive uh, doll back then. And so my, when I'm growing up, all I'm thinking that beauty was, you know, white, blonde, blue eyes. And then I came out brown skin, brown eyes, (laughs) you know, with short curly hair. And... I was like, oh, so now, thankfully, our children and our daughters, as we're, you know, bringing them up, we're saying, hey, there's there's nothing wrong with having a curly afro. There's nothing wrong with having dark skin. There's nothing wrong with having brown skin. There's nothing wrong with having light skin. I mean, it's what you have. You know, I used to look at... um, people that were really, really thin and could eat whatever they wanted to eat. Man, I was like, I wish I could, you know, I wish I could do that. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, I talked to a lady, she was uh, she was grown, but she was a, a size, um, she was smaller than a zero. And she was like, you don't know the pain of trying to find adult clothes being this small. And, and in my mind, I'm going, this would work for me. And then, so everybody has that element you know um you could be fine as all get out you could be a handsome man and and not be six three or not be six five and so you walk around the complex because you're just six you're just six foot, feet put or five nine or, or whatever and so now you think well i'm not worth anything because you know all the women want to marry 6'3", da-da-da-da-da, please. You and your uniqueness is what's going to make the difference. If she's 6'7", and you five 5'9", and, you know, that may not work, but then again, I've seen it. I've seen it where it does. So, I mean, she wasn't 6'7", but I'm saying she was taller than him. And um, I laugh when I look at him because it's like three couples that I know and she's taller than them and she living she living living a life like it's gold and living a life. and I and I think to myself every time I see them I said I bet you her friends was like girl he too short for you and I'm like okay she living in a mansion right now he love her taking care of her Da-da-da-da-da. I'm glad you didn't listen to them she celebrated the uniqueness that's in him He didn't trip up. Man, she too tall for you. They didn't trip. They're just as happy as they could be. Point. Number one. There is a uniqueness that is you. And I want you to celebrate the God-given you. There are things we can change. Okay. But like I said, you can change your outward appearance. You can change... um, you know, if you got a gap in your teeth, you can fix that. They got all kind of stuff. Listen, if you want, I am thinking about going honey blonde. I kind of like that color. I like the equalizer. That's one of my favorite shows right now with Queen Latifah. And every time I see her in them pictures and she got that honey blonde hair, I be like, you know I think I want some honey blonde. But see, I can fix that. But if the honey blonde, if the inside of Cheryl doesn't change, if the inside of Cheryl doesn't say, you know what? I look good with brown hair, black hair, honey blonde or blonde. Because I'm fearful and wonderfully made. It won't matter what I do to the outside. I've got to trust that God made me unique. God made you unique. And the sooner that you embrace your uniqueness. Well, I wish I could sing like so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, we already got one of them. How about we hear your voice? Well, it may not be as good. And what if my book isn't... And, and what if... And... and You've got to trust that what God placed inside of you is going to be enough. Why do you do what you do? You know, I just heard... Uh, you know, there's, there was a lot of people that liked my new single. Have you gone to... to um? to YouTube and search Cheryl Boggs, Get Up by Cheryl Boggs. If you haven't, you need to do that right now. Go to YouTube, Get G-E-T Up, U-P, by Cheryl Boggs. And I have, you know, a lot of um, stations are embracing it and playing it. A lot of uh, uh, magazines have written articles about me and and, and the stuff they were saying, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put that in my bio." Um, and then there's other people that say, "Okay, no, I'm gonna pass on that song." Um, but they have that right to pass on it. But do the do I have a right to think that my song is not good because this person passed on it? No. Because did I write it? And did I produce it? You know, did I make it? what was the reason that I made the song get up? You know, that, that we sat in the studio and created it. Um, it was because I wanted to help people. I wanted people to say, I wanted them to know that suicide is not the answer. Giving up is not the answer. Um, know that, uh, when you walk out on your child, um, They still are going to go through some emotions. You don't just walk out and leave them. You know, come back. Say something. But even if they don't, the song simply says, you know, God will see you through it. Remember who you are. You're still a shining star. And the only way you can do that is to celebrate the uniqueness of who you are. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, heard here live every Monday, beginning at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, for two hours, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. And I want you to celebrate the uniqueness that is you. And I keep saying that, but you know why? Because there's a friend that sticks closer than any brother. And God doesn't make any mistakes. You know, he does it. He loves you just as you are. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that wants to change you into something else. But I want you to embrace the uniqueness that God made you. Okay? And this song, I have a friend. I want to share this with you now. I'll be right back. a friend we have in him. And I. when I wrote that song, uh, I was like, wow, he picks me up when I fall and he answers me when I call. He's the greatest friend of all. And I, I started, I was smiling on that part where it says, I have a friend. He whispers at midnight telling me, Cheryl, sure, everything is going to be all right. And when you have that one-on-one connection, we have that one-on-one relationship with something that you can't tangibly reach out maybe and touch. But you know it's real. It makes such a difference in, in, in life. It makes such a difference because no matter who you are, where you live, there is a uniqueness that's you. If you don't like where you're living right now, you can move. You know, um, like I said, there are things that you can definitely change about yourself, about uh, where you live, change jobs. But remember, you change churches. But remember that no matter where you go, you're going. Let me say that again. No matter where you end up, You're going to be there. When you get there, you're going to be there. And so if you keep changing jobs, keep changing relationships, keep changing, nobody understands me. uh, Sooner or later, you're going to have to sit down and go, maybe the problem is me. Maybe there's something inside of me that I need to address. That's really all bullying is. And and growing up I used to used to be like I would walk on the play, playground and all of a sudden I became the the what would that be? Like what do you do when you hit darts when you darts when you throw in darts into that little thing I don't know what it's called. But I became the bull I became the 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 bullseye. So to take the the conversation maybe that person was getting talked about or whatever. When I walked in, all of a sudden, all the attention went to me. And, and well, she just, I mean, from head to toe. I mean, this is what I, I grew up with this foolishness. And I had to make a conscious decision, you know, that says, okay, is there something wrong with me? What's wrong with me? But anybody that is going to do anything in life you have to live through those moments because it toughens you up. Now was it good going through it? Yeah. I could not figure it out. But now I understand. I didn't mean, I didn't like it, but it it toughened me up. I became like, you know what? If you don't want to put me in your little clique, I'll go over here or make my own. And what did that do? You know, that made me uh an entrepreneur made me hey step out in faith and they, they, if they don't let you in create your own so actually if they did you a favor you know if they're not letting you in their little group or whatever make your own maybe that's what God is saying why why won't they help me write my book why don't you just start and let God help you write it and 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 don't think that it has to be you know a seven hundred page novel doesn't have to be. It only has to be what God placed inside of you. And then you have people that can come alongside and assist. But I don't know about you, but most of the time, people are more willing to help someone that has started than someone that hasn't started in this holiday. I threw that in for free. So, number one, we're going to celebrate the uniqueness that is you. Number two, love yourself because there's a God that absolutely loves you, created you. There's no need in you trying to be or do anything else. Change change stuff on the outside. Not against that at all, but you have to change how you see yourself, or it doesn't matter if you go from 400 pounds to 100 pounds. If you still have a 400-pound Uh, mentality, then you just, you know, need to go ahead and eat some ice cream because it's going to be how you see yourself. You know how God sees you? He sees you blessed. He sees you lovable. He sees you that you are on top and not the bottom, the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. You are blessed going out and blessed coming in. You know, that's how God sees you. He sees you beautiful. He doesn't say, well, and I'll tell you something. Then I got to go. This friend, this <laughs> guy, friends say this to me. I'll never forget it. I love him for the rest of my life. He, I was like, I was saying, you know what? If I look like Halle Berry, blah, blah, blah. And he said to me, he said, if you were standing beside Halle Berry, I would choose you. I was about to give him money. Whatever the reason. (laughs) I thought that was the nicest thing anybody ever really said. Not taking nothing from Halle. God made Halle and Halle Berry is very beautiful. Uh, But I I cannot judge my beauty and who I am. See my point? You cannot judge your beauty or your handsomeness on Denzel or whoever you feel. Michael B. Jordan, whoever you feel. You know, you have to look at yourself and be like, hey, that lady that gets me is going to get a, a good, God-fearing man. Um, you have to say this about you. The man that gets me is going to get a God-fearing, lovely, love myself, going to love him, love my kids. That's how I want you to see. So we're celebrating the uniqueness of who you are. Know that nobody else has your fingerprint. You are unique. And the Bible tells us that we are peculiar people, a royal priesthood. You are so special. You are so special to God because he created you. He knows all about you. And the next time you want to trip and try to think that your life would have been better if you had had this than the other. Remember, there's a friend that sticks closer than any brother. Remember that there's a God who loves you. He's not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You've been listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word, heard here live every Monday, beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Will you join me next week? I hope you will. I'll see you then. God bless. You've been listening to Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Please send all prayer requests, questions, or comments to R-I-H-W at cherylboggs.com Resting in His Word is a listener-supported program. To find out how you can support the program, you may visit my website at com or call 972-239-0406 for more information. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please read Romans 10, 9 through 13, and pray to receive Jesus in your heart today.
1: You'll be glad you did. And remember, he that dwells in the secret place will always be found resting in his word.